Welcome to Women's Flow and Ritual. I'm Nicola Hepshalom, and my mission is for women to reclaim their hormonal health and feminine vitality. These podcasts will empower you to heal your menstrual and reproductive health in an easy and fun way. I'm so excited to be here with you guys in our first podcast. And today we're going to talk about adrenal health and cortisol dysregulation. So we'll talk a little bit about what it is and what's going on hormonally. And then we'll talk about signs and symptoms and we'll discuss some food implementations that you can start doing into your life right now. That's really simple um, and hugely, hugely effective. Okay. So American Psychological Association has an annual stress survey and it states that 75% of women experience moderate to severe stress. This is a big amount. 49% report sleep problems and more than 40% report physical systems and they're both a direct result of stress. So stress could be inflammation in the body that causes a lot of stress to the body and system or it could be juggling running your kids out of the door and meeting all the needs at work and just struggling everything. So autoimmune disease is now the third most common disease in in America and one of 10 leading causes of death for women. So 78% of people that suffer from autoimmune disease are women, which is a huge amount. And Hashimoto's thyroiditis is the most prevalent for women. So I bring these numbers up just to make light of how important it is for us to heal right now and that we do have so much power to take control of our bodies and to understand and to add more pleasure and healthy foods and relaxation and a clear head into our life. So women after women come to me after seeing many physicians and specialists who had no answers for them other than written prescriptions, leaving them feel unheard, confused, and without a solution to real symptoms that impact their quality of life. So this podcast series is a response to the needs of these women for a deeper understanding of what is going on with their hormonal and mental health. And it's my intention that these podcasts will put the tools you need to take back your health into your hands, to strengthen and balance multiple systems in your body by healing the root imbalances that are impacting you the most and have simple, impactful, and easy adaptable food and lifestyle changes that are easy, toxic, multi-system overload and bringing you into a (laughs) symptom-free life with renewed energy. So when I was in sixth grade, I would stay home for days on end with excruciating stomach pains and feeling exhausted. And I went to countless doctors and nothing could be found. And this dismissal by the medical system is nothing new for women. And I was made to feel this, uh, it's this hysteria, this, this girl that's unstable because she's always saying there's something's wrong with me, even though you can't figure it out. Um, So this pervades and persists our medical system based on century of old biases. And it really exists now because I see it all the time when I'm speaking to ladies and how their voice is not heard and it's dismissed when they're having these, a lot of these hormonal and GI 
um, symptoms. So, and even in like therapy practice, because I'm also a therapist, um, I, I've seen it countless times as well. So I was really persistent as a kid and I, I trusted my gut and I found a medical doctor and this is back in the nineties. So I found a medical doctor with functional medicine training and, and back then this natural medicine wasn't as popular as it is now. So, um, so I was so curious back then about the body and the mind and food and meditation. So that later led me to become a registered nurse. And I worked at a reputable infertility endocrinology center in New York City. And there I was able to observe women being treated as this hysterical kind of medical coin term um, by not being listened to and being labeled as complainers and made to feel small because the doctors are the ones that couldn't find the diagnosis uh, just because they weren't trained. Everybody has good intentions. Um, and because of my previous experience as a child, I knew I can take matters into my own hand. And I got certified at, by the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. This is back in 2005, which back then they were associated with Columbia University. And I also went for my Kundalini yoga teacher uh, training because it's really amazing for women's endocrinology system and nervous system. So the doctors allowed me to teach this basic food and meditation techniques to help women relax their nervous system, balance their blood sugar levels, and so on. And I found out then that us women can really make changes in the medical system. And we're really starting to see that right now. It's amazing. And we still have a lot of work to do, but it's it's great how much has progressed since, since 2005. So I've worked with so many women that have transformed their health and took back the control of their bodies and their health. And these podcasts, in these podcasts, you will learn how your symptoms are not all in your head and your symptoms are not a big old mess, even though you feel that that is so. And it's my intention that you'll start to recognize and understand the root cause of your symptoms is my belief that your body possesses her own innate healing wisdom. So your body wants to naturally heal and repair so you can feel more embodied have it, and feel more relaxed and experience more of this mind-body connection. So this is our first Women's Flow and Ritual podcast. I'm, I'm really excited. So I want to discuss our primitive survival system because this system called the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, and that's really long, so I'm just going to say HPA axis for now on, is the direct axis between the brain and the adrenal glands. It's really important because it's the buffer of stress and any type of stress, like I said before, meaning stopping short when you're driving, feeling hungry or inflamed in the body, anything that's perceived by the brain as a potential threat. So this axis is great when we were primitive because it helps us in short-lived responses to threat. But now our system is activated in a more persistent mode. So, and this is via cascades of chemical and hormonal messengers. It begins in your brain and extends throughout your body and connects your nervous system, immune system, digestive system, and circulatory system. So when we are in a chronic stress, which most of us are right now, it can lead to autoimmune disorder and hormonal imbalances. And many root causes of hormonal imbalances can be adjusted by looking at the social, environmental, circadian, and food stressors in our life.
Some triggers include under-functioning detoxification system, dietary triggers, lack of sleep, blood sugar imbalances, environmental toxins, chronic inflammation, and chronic inflammation. By addressing these triggers, your body can become naturally healed itself. So this HPA axis, which is the interconnection between the nervous, immune, hormonal, cognitive, digestive, and circulatory systems, and the stress response, and how it's all connected to how we respond to stress, shows that everything, each system, is connected and not compartmentalized. So that's really important. Everything is connected to each other. Anything that overwhelms your body in one system will affect another system and then another. <laughs> so what happens when you have stress? Stressors can be anything, such as the inflammation response when you're sensitive to gluten and eat it, juggling kids out the door, skipping breakfast, cramming on lighters for exams, and your adrenal glands secrete adrenaline, which gets your body ready for a flight fight. And for women, guys don't have this, we freeze in a situation. So your body takes in more oxygen, so you can think more sharply, your muscles are ready to go into action, and also the cytokines are released, which are inflammatory and germ-fighting messengers, so you can prevent injury during the perceived attack. One of the main hormones in the, in the HPA axis is cortisol, and cortisol, I'm sure you've heard of it. Cortisol is definitely a well-known uh, effect of stress. And cortisol definitely has a bad rap. I feel like everything in life has positive and negatives. So, in fact, cortisol really helps inflammation from getting out of whack. And the problem is when it's too high or too low. But cortisol helps metabolize carbs, fats, and proteins, and responsive to all your body systems like immune system, thyroid hormone production, and others. Cortisol is meant to secrete throughout the day. So this is super important for getting back into alignment. Cortisol is meant to secrete throughout the day in a rhythmic fashion. So there's, this is a great place to start actually for adrenal uh, regulation. There's a natural high surge of cortisol in the morning. And this, this happens until 7, 8 a.m. And it's called cortisol awakening response. And I will try to find, and I'll make a blog post of this, and I'll put this, a graph of it on the blog post. Um, so we have a natural high of cortisol in the morning, and this helps us wake up and get going because we have a full day ahead of us. So as the day progresses, your cortisol is going to taper. And at about midnight, your cortisol reaches a point where your body innately can restore, detox, and repair while you sleep. So we have this natural, really healthy cortisol circadian movement throughout the day. And this cycle happens the next day. So however, cortisol, what happens now when we're stressed is cortisol ramps up during the daily stressors and your body and brain can get stuck in survival mode. And what's really important is that cortisol takes priority over all of our functions in your body because your body wants to survive before anything else, even reproduction. So if cortisol is high or dysregulated, it's going to take precedence over getting pregnant, over, so over ovulation and what happens with your hormonal system at that time. So being aware of cortisol rhythms and the effects is essential for hormonal and mental health.
So what are signs and symptoms of adrenal fatigue or cortisol dysregulation? So one is an ability to maintain steady energy levels throughout the day. So you might supplement with sugar or coffee um, or tired, but that you have that tired or wired feeling and you can maybe have some dark circles underneath your eyes. A third one is you your period becomes can become light or irregular or just really worsening PMS symptoms. Um, the fourth is unexplained hair loss. You can have weight gain in the midsection, lack of libido or no libido, and brain fog and forgetfulness. So these are some main um, symptoms and signs of adrenal fatigue and cortisol dysregulation. These symptoms don't happen when cortisol is high for a short period of time, but when it's chronically high, when it, sh when it should be low in fact, as we discussed, or chronically depressed when it should be elevated so your system is in overdrive, which leads to the exhaustion. So these patterns can lead to hormonal issues, infertility, and autoimmune conditions. So what are some food suggestions for adrenal health support? I love this part. I'm such a big foodie. <laughs> and I love how thinking about food and medicine at the, you know, bringing those together, making food medicine. So, um, so low glycemic foods to reduce inflammation in the body. Eating too many refined carbohydrates is one of the main causes of chronic disease today. So we aren't eating the same wheat that people ate hundreds of years ago. And now the wheat is sprayed heavily with pesticides, which messes up our gut and immunity. So one thing that's recommended is to eat, to just eliminate gluten from the diet for 60 days and then slowly start reintroducing gluten after the 60 days and just see how you feel and see if gluten is for you or not. Um, second is conquering sugar addiction. And this is a big one because sugar addiction, it's, it's a... Uh, looked at, it's been medically, it's been studied that sugar addiction can be just as hard to heal from as cocaine addiction because of the response in your body. But when you do have sugar, what happens is that insulin moves from your blood sugar to the cells to be used as energy, or it could be stored in the liver, where then the access, when it, then it's converted to fatty acids if it's not used that soon. When gluten, when insulin does go up, so does cortisol. So that's a key. And cortisol competes with progesterone for the same receptor sites. And as we said before, since cortisol is our human survival hormone, cortisol is always going to win to fight against progesterone. And progesterone helps us ovulate. So there, and, to and for fertility, to have kids. So there are insulin receptors on the, and secondly, there are insulin receptors on the ovaries, There's which access which excessive insulin can cause an increase in androgens, which lead to a sporadic or lack of ovulation. And thirdly, an, an excessive amount of insulin can lead to lower sex hormone binding globulin. And one thing could happen, which <laughs> the sex hormone binding globulin, um, what happens is that it binds to testosterone. But when it's lower, then it doesn't bind because there's not as many. So there's more testosterone flowing around the bloodstream, which can trigger more issues. So there's more testosterone in your bloodstream when you have sugar. Um, also, a key to 
the sugar imbalance is to avoid alcohol because that mucks with your hormones. Um, and it can lead to high estrogen and low progesterone production, which is key for PMS and for adrenal fatigue. Um, a great thing to start adding is omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids are good anti-inflammatory agents. And humans used to have a ratio of one of one, of that's omega-6 and omega-3. And omega-6 is a counteract the positive anti-inflammatory effect of omega-3. And omega-6 produces prostaglandins, which is a hormone all over the body that triggers inflammation at the point of injury. So now with our diets and our lifestyle, the ratio is 15 to 1, which is kind of big of 1 from 1. And 15 to 1 is omega-6 is 15. So there, that means there's more prostaglandins in your system, so more inflammation. So no wonder we have PMS when PMS is actually doesn't have to exist, but it's normalized, but doesn't have to be. And increasing omega-3 while decreasing omega-6 can help with inflammation. So a good start would be avoiding vegetable oils, such as corn, sunflower, and canola, and switching to coconut oil. So a, a beet complex, aka the energy vitamin, is also amazing. And vitamin B6, 9, and 12 are all crucial in balancing the body's estrogen levels. And B vitamins are also used in the production of adrenal and cortisol to help with the body's stress response and the production of neurotransmitters, serotonin, and dopamine. Um, also really great is to start adding foods that are detoxing and nourishing to the kidney and adrenals. And these are foods like celery, asparagus, bitter dark leafy greens. And to go back to the getting in rhythm with the cortisol, the natural cortisol rhythms, is a becoming more aligned with the circadian functioning. And things you can do for that is to have a laptop curfew. That is so important. Sleeping in a dark room, getting some day, daytime outside sunlight exposure because we're stuck in the office all day. But just go out for like 20 minutes, 10 minutes walk, you know, uh, maybe have a meeting somehow that way with a coworker and get some fresh air and some sunlight. And having a bedtime routine to really turn off your system, women really need that. Also a morning routine to like slowly turn on your system gently is so important how you set your day. It's you communicating with your hormones, getting really um, discharging like that electrical charge that we have. So getting grounded, maybe go do some earthing, taking some nice deep breaths and placing your feet on the earth and just releasing that charge. And one thing I'd like to say is if you are snacking at night, which is fine, uh, it does affect your blood sugar level when you wake up. But what you can do is have a snack, a small snack of protein at night and they'll start help you to stop snacking at night. So those are some really easy, some simple. You could pick one or two of these suggestions, and you know this is great ways to start helping your adrenal health. So there are protein receptors of cortisol all over your body, like you've seen in this discussion, and they really can be modulated by adaptogenetic herbs. And um, we'll go into this in another podcast. 
but you can start doing your own research and start becoming more aware of them. And the most important step to healing adrenal, your adrenal health and cortisol dysregulation is self-care. So to calm your nervous system and take some nurturing care for yourself, find calming and soothing activities that bring you into your body and allow you to deep breathe, to find pleasure and allow you to become more sensitive to and listen to your body sensations. So then you can feel when cortisol goes high. So then you can make the adjustments throughout the day. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're keen for more, sign up to the podcast to get all the information about women's hormonal, mental, and spiritual health. And of course, please take a few seconds to write us on iTunes and other podcasts. And we'd absolutely love love you if you did that and more women would have access to this amazing information. And thanks for joining us and letting us help you understand your body better.